With us today is Dr. Peter Mihalos. We call him our in-house genius. He's a historian. He's a medical uh, expert and, and so many other categories. Uh, Dr. Mihalos, uh, what's on your mind today? Well, today I want to talk to our audience about ways to stay healthier. And one of the things that we do and we should be doing every year and many people were not doing during COVID are their annual physicals and their blood work. And now as we get back to our blood work, I want to share with our audience some of the revelations and important blood work that needs to be done because oftentimes we go to the doctor and now with these various types of uh, health insurances and health systems, they sometimes do the bare minimum uh, blood work, but sometimes you have to advocate on your own behalf. For example, one of the uh, things that uh, a blood test called the insulin levels, because a lot of people know that their blood sugar might be normal, for example, between 80 and 100, but it might be normal because they're putting out tons of insulin because they're eating sugar all the time and their body is struggling and making a lot of insulin to keep the sugar down. So if you check insulin levels, they're finding that you can sometimes predict somebody's going to get diabetes if their insulin levels start being elevated because what happens is when we eat a lot of sugar, the, it gets into the blood. And when it gets too high, that excess sugar gets deposited on nerves, causes damage called neuropathy. It can get into the eye and damage the small blood vessels in our um, heart and in, in, the, in the back of our eyes. So that's something you might ask for if you have a family history of diabetes. You can ask your doctor, can you please check my insulin levels? I'd like to know. Another marker that uh, when was you say found it, actually, it causes, uh, in, doctor, when you say it causes neuropathy, is that what it means? If you're eating so much sugar and you got neuropathy, is that when you when people get pains in their in their toes, etc.? Pains and they don't feel it. Think of it as uh, glycosylation is the process. To make it simple, it sugar coats your nerves, it sugar coats the inside walls of your blood vessels. And when you're not getting enough blood to your feet and stuff, you start getting pain, and that's neuropathy. And then the nerve endings get sugar-coated too, so it's like blocking the signal. It's like putting a plastic on a wire or blocking the conduction of electricity. So you don't sometimes, you can't even feel your toes. You start walking differently, and that's what happens with this buildup of sugar. But this blood tests the insulin levels. And the same thing we know with the hemoglobin A1C, which is done more commonly, but many doctors just do a blood sugar, a fasting blood sugar. But the hemoglobin A1C tells you what was the sugar the last 90 days. And you can catch things early because a normal range should be 4.8 to 5.7. 5.7 to 6.4 is considered prediabetes. And anything 6.5 and above is considered diabetes. So these are things that we we need to know. And sometimes you have to ask, will you be checking my insulin levels? Will you be checking my parents had diabetes? And the other test that is very interesting is the apolipoprotein B, which turns out to be uh, even one of the best predictors for cardiac disease. And in 2019, it started in the EU Society of Cardiology, where they said that apolipoprotein B, which is basically the taxi cab that carries around cholesterol throughout the body, is a better predictor for future cardiac disease and strokes than LDL. 
And cholesterol basically circulates in our bloods, and lipoprotein B is the taxi driver that takes it around the body and used for different things like membrane formation. But when there's too much of it, it piles up in the artery wall. So you want to ask your doctor about that apolipoprotein B. And the Journal of the American Heart Association just this past October in the U.S. also said that ApoB is superior to LDL as a predictor of cardiovascular disease and you want to know so it doesn't build up in the walls and you want there to be a level of one less than 100. If it's higher than 100, then you need to work on it, talk to your doctor, get on the proper medicines to get that number below. But everybody's worried about their cholesterol, but it turns out that's not the most predictive uh, indicator that you're going to have problems. This new test called apolipoprotein B, which has been around but has not been used as much as it should and then the other thing that oftentimes, especially in men, as they get older, they get fatigued, they put on weight, people don't check their hormone levels. You can have low testosterone, which can affect your muscles and can affect abdominal fat and visceral fat. And basically with the American diet that we've been having, that's why we're getting all this extra sugar. And when we have extra sugar, what does the body do like it did in ancient times? It wants to store it. Where does it store it? In our abdomen and that visceral fat around our organs turns out to be very, very toxic, and it actually has a mind of its own and makes its own hormones and sometimes its own decisions. And that's why intermittent fasting is so important because at around 14 hours, when we don't have sugar in our mouth or food, then we start going after the refrigerator in our belly and start melting some of that fat away, breaking it down, utilizing that energy, and that's how we lose weight and we get healthier and we get less um, what's called metabolic syndrome, and it's a syndrome where we get the belly fat, high blood pressure. Understand. So I I was being a layman, I would say sugar is the enemy and will kill you someday one way or another. It's the sugar, and it's also the insulin that it causes to be released constantly. And that big study in Nature, which is the most prestigious scientific magazine, showed that the mechanism of aging is when our proteins multiply very fast. The copying machine of our body goes very fast and it makes a lot of mistakes, which causes cancer, diseases, inflammation. So they said, what causes the copy machine to go fast? And they found that it was high insulin levels and having a lot of sugar around. So that explains why when our sugar levels are lower and our insulin levels are lower, that aging machine slows down. And that's why people who are doing intermittent fasting, people who are avoiding sugar and following the Mediterranean diet appear to age slower and live longer. And this was a breakthrough uh, finding just a few weeks ago that got published in Nature that basically aging is the copying machine. Our body goes too fast and it says, I can't take it anymore and starts making DNA, RNA copying errors. But the triggers were the higher sugar and the higher insulin levels. So check your insulin levels, check your apolipoprotein B levels, and also look at inflammatory markers like your homocysteine level, your C-reactive protein, which also predict inflammation. And even proper dental care is very important to keep your inflammatory levels down. I had a dental uh, abscess I didn't even know about in a failed root canal, and after I got it fixed, my C-reactive protein went right back to normal. So there are are things that we can do to try to stay healthier, eat healthier, and listen. keep listening to WABC for more health tips on how to live longer and stay alive.
Dr. Peter Mihalos, thank you for your tips, and thank you for, uh, I, I am sure we have saved many lives. I'm sure we made many lives better uh, through our discussions, and all I can say is thank you, and God will bless you. Thank you very much for always getting the truth out and increasing the health span of our audience. God bless. Thank you.